One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You can live a long, healthy life if you're HIV positive. With the current treatments, we can get patients down to being undetectable. The array of options is so much greater today. You equals you. Undetectable equals untransmittable. If someone who's HIV positive, they're taking their medication, they're undetectable, they're not able to pass HIV to their partners. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Your HIV treatment is their prevention. Get more information at doitforyoumc.org. Hey everyone, Scott Hansen here from NFL Red Zone. I hope you're checking out one hour of Five Yard Rush, one of the best podcasts on NFL football in the UK. Hey Rush Nation, Murph here. It's time for some waiver wise. It's Monday, almost the end of week 10, which means we're going to be heading into week 11, believe it or not. It's an absolute crazy time to be thinking about week 11 and everything that's going on. Um, most of us probably didn't believe we would get this far, so it's amazing to uh, be thinking about the fantasy football playoffs that are right around the corner. Uh, I've posted the waiver wire column that went up this morning. Thanks, Rob, to putting it up. I've had some laptop issues, um, but finally seem to be over the worst of them, and uh, I'm able to bring this to you. So um, I'm going to go through the picks I made in the column and then also some additional picks you can uh, look at as well uh, and consider for, for week 11. So I'm going to start off with quarterbacks. First quarterback here to be considering is Kirk Cousins. Uh, he's 13.7% owned and I appreciate he's not everyone's cup of tea, but he does have Dallas in week 11. Now for the column itself, I'm sure most of you uh, have heard this before. If you haven't, you're new. Thanks for joining in. I appreciate it. Um, but you look, I'm looking at quarterbacks that are under 30% owned because I want to give you options that are available in most leagues. Uh, and that's really where I think you get the most value out of articles like this. But I will mention a couple in here that aren't over 30% owned. So Kirk Cousins, he hasn't played. He plays tonight. Um, so nothing really to talk about this week. I appreciate there's some things with him you need to, to know. But ultimately, with Kirk Cousins, 
he can produce against poor performances and uh, poor teams and poor defenses and make them pay. So, um, 13.7% owned. He's got Dallas, who are historically bad in uh, defense. I expect him to, to take them apart with Dalvin Cook and think that they're a good tandem. The other option is Jameis Winston. He's 0.6% owned. He has Atlanta in week 11 now. Breeze left the game last night uh, against the 49ers with a rib injury and his status is in question. Now, Jameis Winston is, um, you know, we all know he's a fantasy legend in terms of not necessarily being perhaps the best quarterback on the field, but puts up a ton of fantasy points, likes to sling the rock go deep. I want to temper expectations slightly and say that if he does play, he's playing in a new system, he's playing in a new offense, he's not going to be allowed to throw as much as he is because they do go a lot through Kamara. However, that sense of control might also bring him in line in terms of not turning the ball over as much and managing the game a little bit better. Uh, playing Atlanta, again, not a great D, can be exploited. I'm not expecting him to put up like 40 fantasy points, but I do think he could be on the fringes of a top 12, top 13, 14 finish uh, this week. So uh, he's someone that if he plays, and again, you want to own him in case Breeze is ruled out. If you've got that spare spot, then make it work and use that spot. Only other quarterback I can think of that is worth picking up in that sort of under 50% range uh, is Derek Carr. Derek Carr didn't have to do much on Sunday. Drew Locke pretty much handed them the game. But he is against the Chiefs, and he dominated the Chiefs last time out. I think he's a really good add this week uh, for sure if he's available. So I think he's about 44 45% owned, so he should still be free in league. Moving on to running backs. Salvon Ahmed, he's 0.4% owned. He is playing Denver in week 11. He plays for the Miami Dolphins, if none of you have ever heard of him. and I don't blame you if you haven't. Um, but many expected Matt Breeder or Lynn Bowden to potentially be playing um, and getting the workload. But Salvon Ahmed carried the ball 21 times for 85 yards and a touchdown. Doesn't look like Gaskin's going to be back next week. So it does mean that Ahmed does have RB2 upside. Yes, okay, the Denver defense is a little stingy, but... Um, they haven't really been that great in the last few weeks and can be exploited on the run. Just look at what Josh Jacobs did to them on Sunday. Um, so I think Salvan Ahmed has potential RB2 upside, so he's worth picking up and he'll be free in almost all leagues. Uh, Wayne Gorman is 28.3% owned. He actually has a buy this week, which makes it a really good time to pick him up. If you're thinking about your playoffs, you know, you've got Devonta Freeman is on IR. He's going to be back for another couple of weeks, maybe even longer. We don't know. Gorman is getting better every week. Another two touchdowns. He jumped in the air for one. He bulldozed his way through. He's putting up an average of nearly 16 PPR points a week. Uh, no bust in that time. It's always been sort of a floor of 13, a high of 19. So uh, he's done really, really well. Um, and he's started to get a run game going in New York, which they've been trying to establish for a number of weeks. So for me, massive waiver wire bargain this week because most people won't touch him by the fact that he is on a buy. Um, Kalen Balage, can't believe I put him in a waiver wire column. He's 25.8% owned, but he is getting the work. He's being efficient. He had 23 touches yesterday for over 100 scrimmage yards. Um, Jackson is on IR. Kelly just seems to be gone uh, and hardly relevant. And Pope as well looks hurt, banged up, not really doing the job as well. So really like uh, Kalen Balage to continue to get work in this offense. I think he is someone that particularly going forward will have some appeal. I I want to set the expectation level a little bit here and say, be a bit careful um, because it is Caleb Balage, but 
he has produced over the last few weeks. Um, and you have to take that into, into consideration. Other running backs to potentially consider around the 50% mark, Jamal Williams, I think he's a premium handcuff to if Aaron Jones goes down. Um, and he, he does have minor standalone fantasy value, um, so he's someone that you want to be considering. Uh, Rex Burkhead, he's 23.1% owned. Listen, he's not really, he's a boom or bust uh, running back, um, but he is getting in the end zone. Uh, he's got six touchdowns this season. Uh, he got two receiving touchdowns yesterday to take him up to three, and he's got three rushing touchdowns, but he scored in his last couple of games. So it seems to be that the, they are using Rex a bit more, um, and he's someone that could have some value. And Ryan Knoll, he is 2% owned. David Montgomery um, isn't a go this week. So as a result of that, if Montgomery doesn't go again, we don't know, we haven't seen Ryan Knoll this week, but he's someone I'll be keeping an eye on. Uh, as as it goes through. And Naheem Hines is another one. He had a great week. It looks like Jonathan Taylor's uh, dominance of that backfield, which wasn't really truly explicit, is gone. And it looks like Naheem Hines has a huge role in that going forward. There's some names to keep an eye on your waiver wire. Moving on to Jacoby Myers um, in wide receivers. So Jacoby Myers, 22.3% owned. Now he seems to be doing all the work that Edelman was. He's now even throwing touchdowns. Uh, which was Edelman's little party trick once or twice a season. Jacoby Myers seems to have monopolised the Edelman role completely. Um, so he led the team in targets, catches and yards. So he has wide receiver two upside, but consider him more a wide receiver three flex option most weeks. But he does look like he'll have a pretty safe volume. Michael Pittman Jr., he's 5% owned. He's got Green Bay in week 11. Uh, he returned from IR about eight, nine days ago, and he's finally lit up with a performance I've been expecting for a long time. Um, I touted him before the season, touted him at the beginning of the season. He finally went seven for 101. Um, it led the team in targets and yards. He looked really explosive. And I think once he gets finally healthy, he's going to be a really, really good player. Um, and I think they're going to, as we've seen, T.Y. Hilton hasn't done it this year. Someone needs to step up in that wide receiver room. He is one for sure that I'd, I'd really like to to get something out of him. Uh, Josh Reynolds is another one. He's 2.9% owned. Now, he got eight catches for 94 yards in the Rams uh, win against the Seahawks. Um, so he's putting up some points right now, and he's slowly getting more and more work. He's actually gone over 12 PPR points in three of his last four games with the Miami game, which was a bit of a disaster class from Jared Goff being uh, the one game he didn't. He still put up eight there. So he's getting more and more usage in this offense. And he's someone that you should be picking up uh, more exclusively as well. And another one is Keelan Cole Sr. Um, he got a touchdown yesterday from a pump return. But if LaVishka Chanel continues to be hurt, um, Keelan Cole will step in and get more work. He is 13.8% owned. And we hope that um, Gardner Minshew will be back shortly. Tight end. Tight ends was a real mess this week. So the tight end I'm about to talk about is right now the tight end six for the week. Uh, and he caught four balls for 66 yards. And that's Logan Thomas. I've talked about him all season, 18.9% owned. I've dragged this guy's ownership up from less than 1% to 18.9% owned. Uh, he plays Cincy in week 11. Okay, four for 66 isn't exciting. That's his floor. That is pretty much the, the bottom of the barrel of where he's going to be most weeks, maybe slightly less yardage. But he's catching four passes. And we're in a position now where tight ends have just gone. They just completely faded. That was the good enough for the tight end six. 
the guy I'm about to talk to next was uh, talk about next was you know the tight end five for the week, and he caught five for sixty two. So we're not talking about great measures here, and that's what's really important. So Logan Thomas for me is safe as houses. I don't really like anyone else. If Dallas Goddard is free in your league still, then definitely go and grab him. Um, but there really isn't that many great tight end options. Jimmy Graham might still be free. You know, they're probably the only two I would consider over 30% if they're still there. But Jordan Reed is the other one. 15.6% owned. He does have a buy this week. So, again, a lot of people aren't going to go after him. And that's fine. Don't let a lot of people go after him. You grab him for, for cheap. Uh, he's someone that I think has tight end one upside on the route in with uh, his usage. So he's someone I think could be very, very useful, um, even though he's got a buy. So if you've got a stash spot and you're playing, you know, someone at, at tight end who's not really producing, then then go with Jordan Reed, um, swallow the buy on the bench and see how you get on. Kicker this week is really hard. Basically, most of the decent kickers now are over 30% owned. Um, Tyler Bass, I've been talking about for weeks, his ownership shot right up. Uh, Ryan Suckup is another one I put on this waiver wire recently. His ownership has shot up. Both of them had great days yesterday again. Um, and it seems to me that the kicker class now, people are streaming kickers a lot more and their ownership is fluctuating week to week. So this week, there's not really a great deal under 30% owned. Um, if Tyler Bass is free, if Ryan Suckup is free, definitely go with them. Um, there too, I would definitely go for. But Dan Bailey is my pick this week. He's 4% owned. I've talked about the Vikings already. think they're going to score a lot of points against Dallas. And I am... Um, He's indoors, he's at home, conditions are perfect for kicking. You don't have to worry about the weather, which you have to when you're thinking about kickers. So Dan Bailey, for me, 4% owned. He should be free in most leagues. If you're struggling for a kicker this week, he's the one to go for. DST, um, I've struggled with this in recent weeks. I picked the, the Lions uh, this week just gone, and, and they were, again, a disaster class, scoring negative one point, um, which might still be good enough for uh, like a top 15, 16 finish. I need to look in the numbers to, to get there. But this week is a bit easier. I've gone with the Cleveland Browns. They're 16% owned and they play Philly a week. Now, the Eagles are turning over the ball at an exceptional rate. They're, you know, Carson Wentz every week is is throwing picks. Um, there's fumbles in that team. They're getting behind early in games. The the Browns just completely destroyed Deshaun Watson and the Texans um, and with a defensive masterclass. They, you know, got to shoot Deshaun Watson. They applied the pressure. They didn't allow receivers to get open. And you have to look at the offenses on paper and say that Houston have a better offense than Philly. And Philly have a better defense, and that's why they won slightly more games. But that Houston offense is far more talented than the Philly offense. And I think, for me, the Browns are in a great place to really wrap up Carson Wentz and put a lot of pressure on that ever-so-weak and injured offensive line. So I would expect the Browns to return a really positive number this week yet again, and they're my pick for, for DST. That will do it for the wave wire podcast any questions as always please come back to me and let me know i'm always happy to talk through some picks i hope the extra picks i've given you in this have been really useful but until next time rush nation keep rushing HIV epidemic is not over. HIV is still here. The face of HIV is so diverse. 
The biggest thing to reduce HIV stigma is just to talk about it. Testing and PrEP and HIV treatment and how effective it is today. Undetectable equals untransmittable. Whether you're positive or negative, there's not a wrong door. Whether it's testing or whether it's treatment, do it for you, Montgomery County. Learn more about HIV testing, treatment, and prevention at doitforyoumc.org. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 